Hello, this is Not Your Ordinary Spurs podcast, and I'm Becca G. This is a podcast by a Spurs fan for Spurs fans. Welcome. Today, we're going to talk about Sandro Mamu Kalashvili, a.k.a. Mamu, not to be confused with Manu, as in Manu Ginobili. For starters, Mamu is a 25-year-old power forward and center. Actually, he's very versatile. He's from Georgia, as in the country of Georgia, as in geographically located in the Caucasus and bordering the Black Sea. So plan your Georgian vacation for both fun at the beach and hiking in the mountains. I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about Georgian tourism. But I have a fondness for Georgia because I once curated an art show by Georgian youth at the Austin Library. The young people that were selected for this exhibit showed so much maturity in the work, I was deeply moved and forever impressed. Back to Mamu. He was brought onto the Spurs team in the middle of last season. Immediately, he seemed like a great fit. He and Sohan made so many remarkable plays together. It was really exciting to watch. So I got really hyped to hear that he was signed on for at least one more year with the Spurs. A quote from Pop. He is athletic. He's got size. He's European, which makes me love him right off the bat because I think those guys are unbelievably well coached and overall understand the game better than most of us here. He moves without the ball. He shoots it pretty well. He can pass. He's got good speed. I like everything about him. End quote. High praise, no? Mamu has had a pretty interesting life so far. And that made it really easy to research for this episode, as I got the lion's share of my information from his Wikipedia page, but I'll do my best not to make this a dry encyclopedia reading. As with all other NBA players, I could run down a list of impressive statistics, championships, awards, but we're here to find out who Sandro Mamukelashvili really is beyond basketball. Actually, he was born in New York City and moved to Georgia as a wee baby. Mamu is a polyglot. In other words, he speaks other words in other languages. He's fluent in English, Georgian, Russian, and Italian. At some point, it might be a fun exercise to count up all the languages that all the Spurs players speak, since it seems that most of them speak more than one. I find this grasp on language so impressive. In unrelated news, in 1983, an American developmental psychologist called Howard Gardner described nine types of intelligence, and one of them is linguistic. I think Mamu has high linguistic intelligence based on him being multilingual. He also probably has high spatial intelligence and bodily kinesthetic intelligence. So pretty smart guy. Back to Mamu and his life as we know it. Basketball runs in his blood. His grandmother, Ira Gabashvili, was a member of the Soviet women's national basketball team. His older brother, David, introduced Mamu to basketball at a young age, so I guess we have David to thank for this spur. In 2008, when the war between Georgia and Russia broke out, Mamu was really young, only nine years old, and living in Chicago with his aunt at the time. 
who also happens to be a notable pianist. Of course, he heard from his friends about the strife and how terrible it was. San Antonio is comprised of so many transplants between the military bases, universities, corporate headquarters, people looking for a fresh start in a new city. We all know that feeling when there is turmoil in our hometown, but we are so far away. It can make you feel helpless. Thankfully, that war was brief, although even just one day is too long in my opinion. At age 14, Mama moved to Italy to attend high school and play basketball, and he credits his coach, Federico Dana, for giving him the opportunity and making the transition as smooth as possible. Could you imagine? I have two sons. Both were once 14 years old. But to have a team of 14-year-old young men dealing with regular 14-year-old stuff? Oh, but also having moved overseas and don't speak the language? Oh, and also, they're playing high-level competitive sports? It sounds like it takes a special kind of person to lead that group. I don't know for a fact that Mamu was the only international player on his team. I just assume that he wasn't the only one because doing a stint in Italy as a basketball player, be it a youth player or as an adult, seems to be a pretty common move. So much so that when I imagine my own Italian vacation, it might look like mm, visiting the frescoes, seeing some old archaeological sites, and then a few basketball games. In 2016, still in high school, he moved to the United States to attend Monteverde Academy in Florida. This school has a reputation for developing NBA caliber players. While at the academy, Zaza Pachulia became his mentor. Zaza, if I can be so bold as to address him by his first name, is an NBA player, also from Georgia. Mamo looked up to him from a young age. In fact, there are so few NBA players from Georgia, it's in the single digits. I can imagine this was a big moment for him. Not only did he get to spend time and rub elbows with his childhood idol, but he got to do it in his native language. Then in 2017, he shipped off to college, clearly not the first time he left home, as it is for so many college freshmen. He had several offers, but chose Seton Hall among them. Off to New Jersey. Guess who else is in New Jersey at this time? David Mamukalashvili, his brother. I love that choosing to be near his family was at least part of his decision on which school to choose. According to the internet, David still lives there and teaches English at Newark Academy. If you are so inclined, go back and listen to the episode about Spurs player tattoos. Mamu has one dedicated to his brother. Mamu finished his college education before going into the draft in 2021. Let's sum up his addresses so far. So he started in New York City, then Georgia, Chicago, probably Georgia again, Italy, Florida, New Jersey, Milwaukee, San Antonio. And that's just what I know of. I mean, there could be more. I've said Mamu is a great fit for the San Antonio Spurs, and the reason why is only in part because of what he can do on the court. 
He fits into Spurs culture so well. From a Ken's Five interview with Tom Petrini back in March, he says of the Spurs, Mamu says of the Spurs, they are so positive and helpful, the coaching and staff. I just come in here and see those banners and want to play hard and do my best. He came to the Spurs from the Bucks, but they were a team contending for the championship. So while he learned a lot about professionalism and training, he didn't get a lot of time on the court. His attitude, though, was to try to always be the best teammate he could be, even from the bench. He admits to having the viewpoint of stay ready so you don't have to get ready. He trains hard and takes care of business. If you have a chance to watch that video with Tom Petrini, I think it's a great capsule of who he really is. His post-game interviews are so positive. As you know, the Spurs didn't win a lot of games last season, but he stayed positive, kept his chin up, talked about what he was grateful for, lessons he learned during the games, always lifting up his teammates. If you scroll through the comments in these videos, not that I recommend reading comments very often as a general policy, but if you scroll through the comments, you will see so much love pouring out from San Antonio to this player. This city and Spurs fans beyond SA are excited about Mamu, genuinely. Fun fact, he's a lefty, so am I, and if you are too, then you know that all of us Southpaws take note of one another. There are so few of us. Another fun fact, in one of his interviews that I saw last spring, he spoke about sitting on the bench and visualizing plays. I've heard other players talk about using visualization as a tool and athletes in other sports and other walks of life outside of sports. In my own orbit, I've heard of dancers using it. I trained in classical ballet for many years. I've heard of climbers using it, which is one of my favorite sports. And even writers using it to help them sit down and write, which takes tremendous discipline. All that is to say that visualization is widely utilized, but when Mamu talked about it during an interview last season, I was immediately inspired because I was already planning this podcast, gathering ideas and resources, and that was the moment when I decided that each episode of Not Your Ordinary Spurs podcast would conclude with a visualization meditation geared specifically towards Spurs fans. Thanks, Mamu. Thanks for the idea. And with that, let's do our visualization inspired by one of his tattoos. If you can, close your eyes. If you can't, no worries. Inhale. Fill the lungs like balloons. Exhale, let it all out. Once more, inhale. And exhale. In your mind's eye, you are in a rainforest. Hear the sounds of the wildlife around you. It is warm. It's humid. 
you pass by the shallow part of a river and glimpse. A jaguar stares back at you in the reflection. You are the jaguar. You hear a rustle in the brush behind you. As you lift your head to sniff the air, the scent of a tapir grazes your nose. You turn to make chase. You're running through the rainforest, past the capuchins in the trees screaming your name and cheering you on. As you run, the rainforest falls away to a basketball court. You are charging down the line the sounds of the fans cheering in the stands fill your ears. You are weaving through the offense with only one prey in your sight, the hoop. You drive down the paint, dunk and score. The crowd goes wild. Take this feeling of victory and triumph with you throughout your day. And let's take one last cleansing breath. Until next time.